Houston is all systems go! We love our Astros in Houston And all across the Lone Star State We're Texas proud And we shout it loud You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. John and Lance along with Dell. Brought to you by John Daspit this segment because Roger Clements is joining us to break down what he saw yesterday. First though, Roger, before we start, I just want you to know, I know we were talking about it, about you setting up golf for us this week in Dallas, but... I'm not going to be able to go up there, just so you just so you know. So I know you 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 wanted those pros up there wanted me to join you, but I'm not going. I don't think I'm going to be able to. Just you get to see the, that baseball card that uh, someone dug up on Granada. Did you see that on Twitter, Raj? Uh, you know what? Uh, you know I had it all set up for him to mow a couple greens, <laughs> and uh, and then be able to hit a you know get some shag balls out there, and then they're going to let him play nine holes. Uh, <laughs> that good? That's probably how the only way I would have been able to get. Up. Are you going up there? Are you going up to Dallas? I'm not. I'm going. Uh, I've got uh, two things going on, but I'm going to be pretty close and watching it. Oh yeah, we'll be. There's no question. We got to watch it. And a little disappointing, but you know what? We've seen this before. Lost the first two to the Nationals in the World Series, and then came back and won the next three. Uh, Rods, there's no question. This team is better. It's just better on the road. This is unbelievable. How they play at home? It's just it, 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 there's no explanation. Yeah, it, it's tough, man. I, I I don't you just don't have an answer for it. But I mean, you got to you got to come out. Um, you know, you can't have the first four guys reach and the first four guys score. I mean, it was like you're just watching it and just kind of holding your breath to see what's going on. The fielding error, the swinging bunt, you know that uh, that went down. And uh, I mean, it was it was uh, you're just trying to. You know, get him through that first inning, man. We're just willing right through it. And uh, I was, like I said, I told you, I was looking for ground balls early, and they they kind of went the other way and just took what he had to, you know, was given them. And, and then uh, a couple guys got on uh, flat cutters. The the home run uh, was kind of like a, you know, he was trying to get the ball down. And then I think what he hit Garcia on the foot, and then Helms Homer was a, you know, as a lazy cutter. So. I mean, it's just, and, and and then he punched out a few guys, but you're just wondering when Dusty was going to go get him because you know our our biggest assets the bullpen. Those guys in the pen, man, they can get it done. We just got to we got to get it to them with the lead. It's you know, Fromber's the guy who for years we talked about how things could get to him mentally and he could get shaken up. And then uh, in 2020, it completely changed. And and since then, we've seen pretty much a different version of Fromber. But when you get into a point where things are just going against you. The CNI single, the bloop, then you make an error like he did. How how difficult? Like, what do you do to try to center yourself or get back? What's going on in your mind? Surely that's happened to you at one point where the frustration level kind of boiled up. Well, evidently, Promber was trying trying really hard because uh, it looked like he went in and changed cleats after the first inning. I don't know, get his mojo going, or those brand, if he had brand new cleats on, which is the worst thing you could do is put on a brand new pair of spikes to. To go out there and pitch like putting on, getting a brand new pair of golf shoes and get to the course and find out you got to walk and you're done. <laughs> so you know, so but they, it looked like he was trying and, and trying to figure it out. And uh, but again, it's you know, now now we're in a big predicament right now going into game three. It's a situation where obviously you have to win. You have to win the third game. You know, having Christian there, I look for I look for him like like John was saying. You know, you still 
they win one game. They win game three. They're back in the series. And so they have to win that game. It was, oh, let me see. Let me draw my Rolodex here. Um, uh, I, had, I had game three guys uh, and when I was in New York. It must win. We went to Arizona and got knocked around really bad for two games. And then game three was super emotional because Mr. Steinbrenner brought back a lot of the the uh, police officers and firefighters and families lost loved one in 9-11. That was the famous game where you saw President Bush throw out the first pitch. Oh, that was that game. Yeah, that was that game. And, and uh, an hour and a half leading up to it, I might, I might have had three or four staff members, including Joe Torrey, my manager, come up and look at me and say, hey, I need you tonight. And I said, I got you, Skip. And Mr. Steinbrenner came in a little more authoritative, you know, like, uh, you know, I brought you here for a reason. <laughs> I still remember, you know, I can still, so I'm, I'm telling you guys the story, I can still see it. But, um, yeah, it was a game where I couldn't go out and have a hiccup. You know, you can't go out and give up a two, three-run homer early, uh, really try and get momentum uh, on your side. They're going to have to do that. They Obviously, they played well up in Arlington, so we'll see what happens, but the the key will be for me to watch is uh, Scherzer. I mean, uh, Max is gonna. You know, you're hearing all the everybody's saying all the right things, but I don't care how many simulated um, innings you throw. There's it's still not like get, you know, getting on the mound in Game Three. Uh, you know, of a, a monster playoff type situation. So, uh, if he gets three innings in, I think they would be happy without doing anything. And I look for him to throw more breaking balls and fastballs. Max gets out over his front knee very violently. <clears throat> I tease people, even though he's a he's a workhorse, he's a throwback. He's one of those guys that when he's totally healthy and he's going good, you don't even want to think about coming to get the ball out of his hand in the seventh inning. So this will this will be interesting to see how it goes. But uh, just hoping Javier comes out and he's on big time on and uh, gives our offense a chance to click. Sure, it'd be nice to jump out to a lead. And you know, putting front, uh, putting Jordan uh, back in the three hole because that's where you know that's that's where he. How about after just a dismal, a dismal game one, he comes back and he's like, it's you know, Dusty did reveal that he was he was ill uh, the other night, so that probably had something to do with it. But Raj, one of the positive, how do you pitch to Jordan right now? How do you throw him anything? Well, they. Uh, uh... That you know they were trying to challenge him, which is you know like I said at Baldy, I, I don't think that I mean, what he six innings, I think he went like six innings, nine punches, but in that situation he's got such a big lead, he's going to challenge him up, didn't get it up high enough, and he cr- he crushed that one. Um, Chapman's was just a get me over slider, thank you very much, and he went out and got that. You can see that that he extended, which guys usually lose a little power when they adjust their body in the angle that he had on that, and he obviously he's still strong enough to get it out of any ballpark, and he roasted that one, so they got him going again, so I ho- hope it now, and like you said, hopefully he feels 100%, and they get him going again, and, and uh, so it'll be interesting to see how, how Max attacks him. He's, Max got a lot of movement uh, on both sides of the plate, so it should be, that'll be a fun matchup to watch, but it's a, obviously, when you talk about must-wins, this is when people talk about must-wins, this is, is a must-win. You have it. to win game three. Roger Clemens brought to you by John Daspit here on the ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You give Eovaldi more credit or blame the Astros for that bases-loaded, nobody-out situation where they scored nothing? Eovaldi was, you know, I mean, that was, when you talk about key moments, that was the key moment. 
And uh, I think there might have been an error mixed in there somewhere. Yep. And uh, and that's what great frontline top top level pitchers do. You know, we're trained. We I talk about it all the time to the to the the younger pitchers that that you're you know you're a professional pitcher and you're paid to do this. You're and you keep your other guy's name out of the paper for answering for you know somebody kicking the ball. I can't tell you how many times somebody kicked one behind me, and you just lock in right there. You know you're good enough to get four outs. You're trained to do that, and you might not get five outs, but you can get four. And he did that, and um, you know that was that was that was a big moment. I, I really was feeling good how that inning was uh, coming about, and uh, I thought it was going to be a massive crooked number, and we'd chase him out of the game right there, but it didn't happen. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's disappointing when that doesn't happen. I thought he made you know just great pitches, but right now the Astros, it's uh, so. So take us through when you are on the road as a team, as a unit, and you go on the road, maybe you've struggled at home. Um, how does this, or maybe you're coming back home after getting beat, what's the mindset, what are the conversations that you're having as as a teammate with other teammates? Is it is it all baseball? Is there anything psychological? Or do you try to stay away from baseball? What's that like to deal I, with I, that pressure? Yeah, no, I, I think it's, you know, the guys have been there and done that, and um you know, like I said, they they know what they're up against now, um, but yeah, guys are you know guys are just talking about how they're you know how they're pitching guys, how they feel about uh, you know what you know what kind of stuff we have. But you know that's what's gonna that's gonna be the biggest thing when when uh, Javier warms up, he's gonna know what his stuff is, and Maldi when he catches him, he's gonna know. I mean, again, there's been. You know, I could just draw off experience. Uh, there's been a handful of times when I came here at my advanced age at home to pitch, and Osmus and I left the bullpen, and I was not, I, I was not, you know, spot on at all. I was a little lethargic. My arm was underwater, if you if you will, a little bit. And you know, Osmus is looking at me, man. This is going to be a short night, or this is going to be brutal. And I would just look at him and say, hey, you know, wait till we get out to the main mound in front of the fans. You know, and uh, we'll get going here. Let me get going out there just a little bit and start clicking. But we're still going with my best stuff. I want to go with my best stuff until you force me to change. Now, all that changes when I walk out to the mound in the first inning. I got a four nothing lead. I mean, Baldy yeah. now he can throw anything at any time, hmm. which is common these days anyway. But he can challenge Jordan up in the zone solo. You know, solo shot doesn't hurt you. Bregman's solo shot really doesn't hurt you. Still up five to two. And then you start bearing down, and then, like I said, he got in that jam. Tom, I had the luxury of having Tom Seaver as a teammate in Boston when I was young, and Steve told me how important the first inning it was for, for momentum. The fourth inning is super important because you're seeing the meat of the lineup a second time. And understand that if you pitch six, seven innings in a game, you're going to have at least two really uh, tough situations that you're going to have to pitch yourself out of maybe three, he always said three because he said if you get out of two out of the three, you're probably going to win the game. Baldy got out of that massive spot right there, no doubt about it. And you know what, our guys may have been a little uh, over-aggressive, but that's how that's their approach. So, uh, Roger Clemens with us, brought to you by John Daspit this morning here on ESPN 97.5 and 98.25. Let's go back to that Osmus comment. Osmus is telling you, hey, this is just could be a short. That's like a caddy telling a guy, oh, your swing sucks today. Uh, what? Tell Osmus shut up. Or what did you tell him? That's oh honesty. no, he just he would just take a deep breath and look at me. And we're coming through the gate in the bullpen. He would just take a deep breath and like we called each other babes. 
Me, 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 and uh, and Optimus and Baggy with and Babes, man. You know, I don't know, I don't know. And I go, just give me a little time. Let me, let me. You know, I just, you know, just got loose. Just give me a little time, Babes. We're gonna be fine. And then we get to the mound and get going. It was, you know, it was no different than that that eighteen inning game, and uh, they got crazy. You know, so I was like, doing short days rest, and Gar, you know, Gar looked at me and said, "Hey, we play twenty innings, and you're it. So good luck." Yeah, when you when you come in in relief, oh well, you got to do it. You you got to do what you got to do. I thought the I thought the crowd yesterday was good. I mean, Minute Maid, you know, it can get really dead. It's a it's a different kind of crowd. It ain't like up in the Northeast. That's a that's a different way. They go about it a little bit different. But I I, I was there yesterday, Roger, and I got to tell you, it was it was really good. And that's something different here. I, I thought obviously early the the energy was there. The first inning, second inning, uh, not much. It was kind of dead, and then it got going again. And and uh, I love it when everybody gets out of their seats in crucial moments. Uh, but they, you know, everybody loves their Astros right now. And, and like I said, I can't, I cannot count the dudes out, man. They've been in this situation before. If they win tomorrow, they're back in it, and then we're going to see who starts pressing a little bit. Yep, yep, yep. But you, you've seen it. You've seen it up close plenty, plenty of times before, and. Let's hope. That's cool, though. Mr. Steinbrenner came up, and he would tell you, hey, this is why I brought you here. Do, do, be good. Yeah, Don't no, suck it was, today. It was, uh, that, game was, uh, that game was super emotional. I really had to keep my emotions in check. The president being there with Bulletproof Vest on came out. Game three was a massive game, and uh, he threw a perfect strike in front of the world. I was actually in the bullpen with our pitching coach, Mel Stoudemire. I stopped warming up, and Mel said, what's going on? I said, turn around. I want to watch this. This place is going to light up like a Christmas tree. You could see snipers on top of the stadium. Uh, there's silhouettes uh, there. But, uh, yeah, uh, about an hour before the game, before I was getting ready to go warm up, uh, Mr. Steinberg came through, and he, he uh, I was actually in the trainer's room doing my three-pound cuff weights to get my shoulder loose. And, you know, he goes, I brought you here for a damn reason. And I go, yes, sir, boss, I got you. And then That's I was cool. tying my shoes into my locker, and here comes Joe Torrey, and I see Skip, and I stand up. And, you know, we call Torrey the godfather. And uh, Joe goes, I need you tonight. And I said, I got you, Skip. He goes, no, I really need you. And he leaned in and kissed me on one cheek, was going to kiss me on the other. I said, no, don't do that. I don't want a horse head in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give you a so, kiss. You know, it, I, I it could be. He might have been telling, "Hey, whoever I kiss, that's who you got to." I don't know that we out. even talked about you being there during the time of nine eleven. I mean, that's uh yeah. It was probably the, it's probably the 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 tragedy that happened. What came about it, guys? I, I've I've told it a few times. It's probably the you know it supersedes my twenty four years of playing in the majors. It was it, any of your listeners, like I said, if they served or uh, have family that served, I, I tip my cap and thank you to all y'all. Um, you know, I had a brother, uh, lost my, uh, my, my uh, oldest brother served in Vietnam. Uh, I had five uncles that served. But what came of that, my agents went to high school with General Myers, our four-star general at the time. And General Myers called me and asked me to go to the Middle East after all that settled down to see our men and women. And in about seven days, we saw, I don't know, 14,000, 15,000 of our troops. And they, the Pentagon had printed up a bunch of photos and a bunch of Major League bases I signed on our way over. And uh, it was just, uh, I've never, you know, I was just so proud to be an American and, and see how um, uh, our military uh, men and women were and how, how, how all in they were to protect us so somebody, you know, like myself could feel safe on a center stage on a mound in front of 55,000 people. It was just, it was really cool. I got to, my mom said to keep a good journal. I need to write it, get it, uh, write it down and 
so I have it uh, so the boys and everybody can see it down the road. That's awesome. That is great stuff. That's Roger Clemens with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Day off tomorrow, and we will talk to him again on Thursday uh, as we uh, look at hobby. And by the way, you might forget, Javier was the guy. They were down 2-1 to the Phillies, and Javier had to come out after McCullers got lit up in Philadelphia, and he had to go throw a no-hitter in Philly. Uh, so he's been on a big stage in a tough situation when they had to have a game, and they had to have that game last year in the, in the, in the World Series. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So th- this is this is might miss maybe the guy that you want on the mound, especially the way he threw it last time out. He hadn't had a great season, but maybe maybe this is the guy that well they call him reptile because he you know he's well, cold blooded. You know this is it. You make up for a yep. a rough year with a phenomenal performance, and that's what people remember. Yep. For. Yep. Yep. Great stuff as always, Raj, man. We really appreciate it. That's uh, bringing tingles to t- talking about that nine eleven stuff that you went through. That's cool. Yep. That that is uh, great stuff. Uh, really appreciate it, man. And we will talk to you again on Thursday. You got it, man. Buckle up for the first couple innings again. Let's go. Yeah, it'd be nice to take a lead. That's for sure. To <laughs> yep. give him give him some some something to work with. That's for sure. All right. Uh, we appreciate it. Roger Clemens brought to you by John Daspit right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5.